fictional characters all characters and events in this show even those based on real people are entirely fictional <clears throat> um, all celebrity voices are impersonated poorly following program contains coarse language and due to its content shit, should not be viewed by anyone. Woo! Oh, the guitar is definitely 100% out of tune. Alright, today we're talking, we've got a review of the new season of Young Offenders. I'm gonna sing a little, a little song for you about advertising. And then we're gonna talk a little bit more about some some things. Oh Alright, any any moment, any moment, hold on to those cotton socks of yours. Have I mentioned that you look particularly gorgeous this morning? Have I? Because you do. It's just something, it's just something about you. You know what you're doing. Give praise. Give praise to that Lord Almighty water. Now. Alright, we're still good, we're still good. We're still good. Right. Oh, self-love. But not that kind of self-love. <coughs> Can you tell I'm nervous? Are you guys nervous as well for the song? In case it's uh, in case it's not good. Why is this? Okay, we're nearly there, people. We're nearly there. Oh, 
close-minded prick your dragon us down televisions brainwashing us down down you're making me insecure no one is like that a sick culture your product, we're not inferior. There's always an excuse to smoke. I drink to the poverty, wealth divide the ads, abuse my heart, choking till I cough, swallow, and die. Building obsolescence, command, pushing insurance. I've had it. You close minded, prick your dragon. Visions brainwashing us down, down. Ethics will make you broke as if it was a cell. Fish hope. The fool's foot is on my throat. I'll kick and scream until I bite. There's a man in every woman and a woman in every man. The religion hates the women, so traditions have to. Pushing insurance Stressed out, stressed out, stressed out, stressed out You close-minded prick your dragon us down Televisions That's right, this is the Vegan Stephen Podcast. That was a little song, possibly a single coming out. It's all recorded and ready to go. Um, the single's finished, full band production. I play all the instruments and all that on the recording. Um, yeah, so that's, um, you guys might say what single you want, and then I'll give it to you. Because I got, I'm, I'm sitting on millions of singles. Uh, from my back catalogue, I'm quite prolific uh, creatively, so you can imagine. 
you can imagine. Alright, so we're going to have a little chat today about, for there's a new TV show out, we might be talking about Derry Girls, I love that TV show, Irish kind of TV show set in kind of Belfast year, Der Donegal or one of them places. Kind of up the top of Ireland, in between uh, where the kind of troubles happened, which is when Northern Ireland and Ireland were like, uh, having a, having a shouting match or something. Anyway, we'll move swiftly on because that's controversial. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about Young Fenders for a little minute. We'll talk about Dairy Girls for a minute. And then if we have time, we'll talk about advertising. That's what this song is all about. Advertising. I've already done some episodes in advertising. That's why I don't want to um, talk too much about it. Just because I don't like... I don't like to repeat myself. If you wanna, if you wanna hear about advertising, check out the other episodes. Um, so I think it'd be. I've thought I put a lot of work into every line in this song, so I think I might just go through what each one means, just for the crack. So you're making, you're making me insecure. No one is like that. Means uh. It's when, you know, you see an ad and it's like this perfect family and then you're like, oh fuck, why can't I be that perfect? But it's, it's, it's made that way to make you insecure. It's playing off your own insecurities. And subconsciously it's suggesting that if you, oh Jesus, buy their house insurance or whatever it is they're selling, the bottle of milk, that you will be a happy family. So you're making me insecure, no one is like that, a sick culture. Uh, keep your product, uh, something like that. So it's just saying, it's just giving out about the old advertising a little bit. It's having an old, um, there's always an excuse to smoke. Um, I drink to the wealth poverty divide. That's comment on some things going on. Um, ah, yeah. Sure, it's about some stuff. And, uh, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> Alright, it's all in the lyrics, baby. Right, moving on. Uh, Young Offenders watched uh, season two there last night. Was about, it's about two lads, I think they're from Cork. And um, they're just like, you know, one of them's, uh, I'm guessing they're maybe around 16 or something. And. Um, their business, the business campaign for releasing the film was so good because they released it uh, for free on YouTube to get people hyped up and stuff and also at the cinema at the same time. Um, it's one of those, it's like the Irish version of Skins. Do you know Skins, that Unreal TV show they had in England? It's like the Irish version of that, in a way. It's too, It's just like what it was like for two lads growing up and they, you know, they, uh, they have no money save to rob bikes. And then... Um, is now a good time to have Rebel? <laughs> I mean, a nothing bull. Uh, just because of advertising laws. Yeah, it's really interesting though, because you know, it deals with a lot of issues which everyone had in Ireland. That's what is so good. And um, the two, as far as I know, the two, both Derry girls, I, I consider them uh, kind of two, was it two sides of the same coin? Derry girls is like kind of a girl's perspective on Ireland, uh, in a way, and the, uh, I'm talking kind of shite here, but just bear with me, I'm just making this up as I go along, just a lad in the shed, so Derry Girls and, uh, Derry, sorry, Derry Girls is about, you know, f four girls and a lad, 
and they're just like they're just growing up in an all girls school and they're going to endure the troubles so you kind of see oh, uh, Tommy Tiernan's in it one of my favourite comedians he has a minor role in it basically the writing is very you know kind of controversial and so on because they have stuff like dogs pissing on uh, holy statues and stuff like that uh, and all sorts of stuff they, they make kind of jokes about like indirectly about like the IRA and bombings but then they just kind of show a human reaction to these events um, yeah I don't know it's, it's really good Dairy Girl is a fucking top notch I think they've got two seasons out possibly making the third um, it's just really relatable because I think it might be you can hear loads of music in it that you, we heard growing up like from in our it's nostalgia city it's full of nostalgia, and I can imagine uh, people my age being like, uh, like showing their kids it, and they'd be like, "This is what I was like growing up." Um, so it's like a, a nice insight into history because I don't, I don't really understand all these trouble, yeah, you know, the the big fight between Ireland and Northern Ireland in some regards because I wasn't there, but it kind of, uh, in a colloquial sense. Um, and idiom is a lot of idioms as well, which is kind of how people talk to each other back then, and uh, and so on. Um, yeah, and the th and what's that flipping show called? Ba -ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba 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 Young Offenders. In Young Offenders, uh, they do a lot of things, you know, like a uh, teenage pregnancy. One of the two boys in it from Cork is gets pr uh, a girl pregnant. Um, it deals with drugs, uh, the two lads are smoking a, a, a marijuana joint and they get chased by the guards, um, uh, they get robbed by, you know, other people in the area, they show how hard it is to start up a, a new business. Uh, for two young lads, they start a fish and chip shop, and they show how hard it is, you know, to start a new business because they want to get out of, they want to uh, provide for their kid, because one of them is is has a is a new kid, he's like sixteen, and he has a kid on the way, so he does stuff like shoplift, uh, uh, you know, nappies for the kid, and it go and it shows how they, um, just how they feel about it and how like they have to learn. There's a learning curve and being a teenager and having a baby look after like they um, and it goes into like the dad not is played by PJ Gallagher uh, how, how much the conflict between the son who got the boy who got his daughter pregnant and the father of the daughter if you know what I mean so just to reiterate on that PJ Gallagher a comedian is playing the father of the daughter who got pregnant so that's kind of over here so you got the dad who's the principal and the the daughter who's pregnant and then over here you have the main kind of uh, characters which is two lads from Cork and one of them got the daughter pregnant so you can imagine the friction there and the, the dad is also the principal of the two lads from Cork or whatever so uh, there's loads of room there for conflict and resolution which is usually the main um, how stories work in a, in a way at the start of the story, there's a need for change, there's conflict, and by the end of it, there's, there's resolution in some regard. It's a fundamental, um, integral part of storytelling. Conflict and resolution. 
show I like from the same vein as Damo and Ivor, the film. But that's kind of drifting a bit. That's kind of getting into a different area. But it kind of goes into the the wealth kind of poverty divide in in Ireland. They uh, they touch on uh, what's like to grow up in a low income family, what it's like to grow up in a high income family, and all the different ways that they look on the same things. And I think in the Damo and Ivor, they're both they're both twins in Ireland. So they, I think one of them may have. Uh, roots in uh, the settled traveller community and and so on and the other one may do stuff like private school and rugby and I can't remember the details I saw it a few years ago but it's uh, just really interesting to see the creator's spin on Ireland and Irish culture and how uh, I always I always find it hilarious when Ireland tries to keep up with the times. <laughs> like, did you hear what they're doing in England now? They're uh, <laughs> they're doing this mad thing. Oh, jeez, we should try that. And then the Irish people just get a fucking arseways. But like everyone fucks up the first time. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, it's getting harder and harder to uh, to walk around Ireland without breaking your shit laughing. Because Ireland is just hilarious. Uh, I don't know. I really, I really enjoy. I really enjoy the homeland. All right, what have we got going on here? Oh, that's the lyrics of the song. Yeah, I haven't played this song in ages, so it's like uh, I spent normally. Vegan Steven just uh, kind of improvise, just kind of does it from memory, but I really couldn't remember this song because I haven't played it in. A little while, so I had to write out some some notes for the lyrics there. So I cheated a bit. All right, this is the Vegan Stephen podcast, the number one vegan podcast promoting positive mental health. It's not just for vegans; it's every day. I am your host, Vegan Stephen. We are currently live everywhere. YouTube, Instagram. This episode will be available on Spotify, iTunes. And all the gorgeous things for you gorgeous people. Mmm. Mmm. That's the sound of you enjoying the podcast. Mmm. Tasty. All right. Uh, it's the 4th of the 12th, uh, 2019. 4th, I think that's Jay-Z's birthday. 4th of December. I could be wrong. Today's date is... I just read that, so enjoy that. House Party Tour coming up. The, all the music is free, buy the all merch, hats 2 euro, we got Create Now guitars, we got cups for sale, we got all the things, we got feckin' ev- all the merch. Uh, Vegan Steven is, uh, believes in selling out and making it big, was it uh, a, <laughs> I can't remember, I'm just thinking of starting like a Kickstarter that you know is um, It's one of those things, um, one of the producers of the show was telling me this morning I need to start a Patreon. So, I don't know, I'll get around to that at some stage. I'm still, uh, I'm still hoarding fans, you know yourself. How you getting on B-slats, you're a feckin' little legend. Uh, Bombaz, how you getting on? How much for three hats? Mmm. Now, in theory, that would be 600 euro. But, uh, in theory, so maybe if three of your mates go in, uh, do you know what, for you, I'll make you a deal. For, uh, you're getting the extra one for free or something, so, 
I'll give you four hats for the price of three. How's that sound? And if you buy them in the next, uh, if you buy them in the next 24 days, I'm not sure how many days it is till Christmas, um, they're only 100 euro each. So absolute bargain, absolute. Taste the resistance. Uh, let let me know what you wanna what you wanna talk about hot topics and I will I will do that and in the meantime while you guys are getting ready tell me what you guys want to talk about. Uh, this is your own mental health times. So this is your time to say, uh, fucking uh, that lad slagged me in school today, or uh, whatever's on your mind. Here you go. Woo! My girlfriend doesn't love me. I'm not sure how I feel about men. I touched that lad in the jacuzzi. Alright, let it all out. This is the Pope's confession box. De-stress. Free therapy, baby. study between uh, how Irish culture is depicted in current TV shows all right so we're having a little look see at uh, some of my favorite shows personally just uh, what's what turns me on which is Damo and Ivor uh, Derry Girls and the final one is you guessed it because I can't remember Young Offenders so we got Young Offenders here Let's see how we're getting on. Very good. I like it all. Young Offenders. Brilliant. Got the old Wikipedia up there. Derry Girls. Let's get that one out. Derry Girls. And finally, what's that show called? Uh... Damon. Okay. So we're gonna have a little look and compare these. Sorry, I think I just passed. I think I just burped into the microphone there. That must be absolutely disgusting. Sorry about that. Um. <laughs> There's nothing worse. Can you imagine just like? Oh, all right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're as pumped as I am. We're having a look at some Irish TV shows. How they depict Irish culture. All right. So Derry Girls kind of set in the troubles in Ireland. Uh, sure, let's have a look, let's see what's going on here, okay? So we're on the old Wikipedia page for Young Offenders, and it's, uh, <clears throat> oh my god, will you ever, okay, here we go. Um, let's see, let's have a little look and see what's going on here. So there's two seasons, starring Alex Murphy and Chris Wally, based on a book, it's a sitcom, 
Um, it's was it's been on RT two and now I think it's on BBC three. Uh, series one's two thousand eighteen. Season two two thousand nineteen. But yeah, it's a good it's a good job. Uh, we got some recurring cast production. Let's see if there's any other little tasty bits of information here mm, that we can sink our teeth into. Yeah, the old PJ Gallery is on it. He's good. Um, it's a it's an Irish coming of age sitcom. Okay, so I think uh, coming these are kind of coming of age uh, programs that I'm I'm referencing. <laughs> Prior to successful six episodes, yeah, okay. Uh, okay, here it says, uh, the series, this is what it's about. The, the series follows the adventures of criminalised lives of Cork-based teenagers, Connor McSweeney, and played by Alex Murphy, and Jock O'Caffey, Chris Wally. Although criminals... The boys have both deep feelings about and about certain views, which Connor says at the end of each episode, giving views on a message about day-to-day -day life and how it can make people happier. That's pretty cool. Each episode is 30 minutes. Yeah, so that gets the vegan seal, seal of approval, which is very, very hard to get. And then we're going to have a little look at Dairy Girls. So, Young Offenders is two lads in Cork, and I couldn't remember where. Do you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys remember earlier in the show, but I was like, uh, Derry Girls. It's set in some county like Limerick or down or County Down or Donegal, and it's, the show is called Derry Girls. Oh my flip! So I'm having a blonde moment. Maybe I'm secretly a blonde. Who knows? Alright, here we go. So, Derry Girls. These are, you know, t okay, let's see what it says. Derry Girls is a Northern Irish sitcom created and written by Lisa McGee. Um, Alright, nice one, fair play to you. Produced by Hattrick Productions, I like that pun. Set in Derry, Northern Ireland in the 1990s. Okay, so that's what I mean by going back in time. Uh, the first series was broadcast in January uh, 2018, Grand Channel 4, how are you getting on? I think both these shows are on Netflix or whatever. Uh, a third show has been commissioned for 2020. Synopsis. Uh, they all attended Catholic girls' school. Okay, so it's what, it's what it was like to be in Derry in the 1990s in a Catholic girls' school. All right. So that's what it's about, and they all have their own like things going on. Some of them are like, uh, question their. Yeah, it's just coming of age. Like they're all like having their first kiss and and all that things. Apparently, I I'm really bad at telling how old people are, but apparently people were giving out that the actresses uh, look too old to be teenagers. I thought they were looking too young. I was afraid to look them up on the internet, because I was afraid, uh, you know, they might be whatever. Anyway, moving very swiftly on, <laughs> I, I was, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but I stumbled across this last night on the internet, a pornography film, now I don't know if you guys know what a pornography film is, but I was watching one of those pornography films last night, 
for the first time ever, because as you know, Vegan Stephen is, an, is a saint. Sure, he practiced uh, devil worship, but uh, I'm sure he says he'll give your kids cancer, but sure. Sure, look, no one's perfect. Uh, so there was my meal business watching watching a porn, and there was a there was an option right for subtitles on the porn film, and I was just in complete shock. I was just like, "Are you? Is this is this real life? Like, is this happening? Do you know what I mean? Subtitles on on a on a porn film. I don't know. Just asking questions. I'm just asking questions." Uh, there's a slight hiccup here with the the main camera, but we're we're staying on it. We're staying. We're staying. We're still going. We're still recording, my love. And once we get this whole technical difficulty out of the way, it's gonna be very great. I can confirm that the camera. Camera one has shed itself. Are we worried? No, because we are professionals here at Vegan Stephen Industries. <laughs> uh, give, it'd be so handy to have some employee lad to do all this for me. Here's here's one of my songs while you're waiting. Um, my God, the sound quality is awful, isn't it? Jeez, it's all distorting and everything. But you look, this is the song I was trying to sing for you earlier. Can I put this into the speakers or something? Anyway. Uh, just getting set up here. Uh,
Okay, we're back. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, we're all good people. Oh, the sound keeps going. <laughs> all right, we're back. Uh, we have a different camera, but it's okay. We are okay. We okay. We're gonna get through this, people. We're gonna get through it. All right. So we're talking about young offenders. And the main camera has shot the bed. But, oh. Oh, 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 yeah. This is the Vegan Stephen podcast. Vegan Stephen is the king of consistency. Here we go. We're still good. We're still alive. We're still good. Gee, it's getting warm in here. Alright. The glass are coming off. It's getting serious. We're gonna take a little break. And we're gonna find out what's trending on YouTube today. Apparently there's a lad in the toy show who's into knitting. Um and uh what else is he up to? My sister was telling me there. Uh she's fucking He's into knitting. He's into knitting, and he learned. He knows Irish Shano dancing, and apparently he stole stole everyone's hearts there. Uh, on the toy show, on the all the there. All right, what's trending, baby? What's what's what are people getting up to? Uh, X Factor UK Pussycat Dolls reunite and perform new song React. Final X Factor. Oh Jesus! Right. All right. Everybody into. It. Um. It's not about the music and it never was. Alright, here we go. Moving on. Uh, Marvel Studios. Black Wivel. Black Wivel. Constant entertainment I get from being dyslexic. It's, it's a comedy gold. Alright. Uh, in case you don't know why some, views, some videos have 18 million views, what they do is they get these big warehouses and they're full of like laptops and what they do is they bounce the signal of these satellites it's called like VPNs I think so listen say you have released a video right this is what all these lads like Marvel Studios do if you're ever wondering how the system how the system works this is how I can tell you a funny story there's a band called Tin Lizzy and they never had any uh, Tin Lizzy never had any money because after every gig, they have to sell pawn their instruments to buy more of their own CDs. Okay, this is going to sound a little bit complex, but this is how a lot of business works. Um, you have to pretend you're really famous, and then people will just think you're... Other new people will just go, oh, he's really famous, and then you actually become famous. Alright? It's like faking it till you make it on, on steroids. So... Big band, Pin Lizzy, Phil Linnet. Uh, they came up with songs like a cover of Whiskey in the Jar. They came out with like Boys Back in Town. Emerald, one of my favourite songs. And so on. Alright, big band. Now, they have to sell their instruments after every gig or pawn them or something. And then uh, to buy their own CDs. Alright, and then... Once they got big in the charts, then they'd buy their instruments back, play the show, and so on. I was, uh, they did a lot more things than this, but basically, what they had to do was... Okay, 
So they release, someone releases a music, releases a music, releases their CD. Okay, Tin Lizzy released their CD. This is like a mini business lesson. Tin Lizzy released their CD. No one knows who they are. Now, what they do is they buy, the record label buys their CD, maybe uh, 100,000 copies of their CD. They go into the shops, buy it. The shops can't keep the CD in the shops. It's constantly going out. The shops are buying more. They can't keep it in the shop. Why? Because Tin Lizzy are going in the shop and buying their own CD. Alright, so they're creating a, a fake uh, supply and demand. Alright? Because no one can get the CD. And they're seeing in the charts, they're looking at the top 100, you know, top of the pops or whatever the thing is, and they're seeing uh, Tin Lizzy number one. Alright, and why are they number one? Because they bought their own CD like 10,000 times. So meanwhile, they've got these stacks and stacks of CDs and they can't get rid of them. This is how the music industry works. But don't be fooled, this is how a lot of industry works. Alright. Vegan Steven. Giving away all the secrets of money. What is he like? What's he going to do next? Alright, so Tin Lizzy. Are number one in the charts. Let's just say they have a song like Dancing in the Moonlight, do 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 or Boys Are Back in Town. Classic hits, right? But no one, like, this is how they got big in the first place. Um, Alright, so they're, they're number one in the charts now, right? And they've got stacks and stacks of, they've got like 10 gaps full of their own CD. Now, how do they sell that CD? Because they've got loads of the CD. Um, they sell them at the gigs and that's why CDs at gigs are so expensive because if the artist had to buy them out of the shop to get their uh, record ranking higher and then they still have the CD that they paid 10 euro for so in order to make a profit off that CD they pay 10 euro for in like, the CD shop they have to sell it for like 20 euro or something because they have to pay for a cart and all these CDs around with them because that costs money and it's a whole fucking shit show, but this is how <laughs> this is how people kind of cheat into into accelerating. So everyone sees that Tin Lizzy is the number one artist, and everyone must be buying the CD because you can't buy the CD anywhere. All right, so people are thinking this song is being played on the radio night and day because they bribe the fucking DJs. That's how it works. Anyone who thinks bribing doesn't work is a fucking fool. Because it's, it's like I said, if you don't do, if they don't bribe you on the front end by buying like. Uh, a painting of the artist or whatever, like paintings or they on the back end through charity or else they do it by like purchasing a car off the person and just buying it for an extravagant price like paying for example how my work is uh, if someone wants to bribe me they would buy and I happen to be selling this lighter alright they would pay me like 20 grand for this lighter and that way it's legal alright uh, that's how a lot of this dodgy shit goes on. Um, buying land off each other and all this, this shit on you. Mmm! So this is all corporate marketing. Um, the dark arts of uh, becoming a billionaire. Corporate marketing. Alright, so the modern version of, you know, buying your own CD, buying 10,000 copies of your own CD, is getting the views up on a video. Alright, so how does this work? Um, just like I said with Tim Lizzy, 
they have a hit single, right? And why do they have a hit single? Because they paid off the radio DJs to play it all the time. They created fake supply and demand by always buying by buying up all their own CDs. They um what the fuck else did they do? And then on top of that they had a good song, so they had a Quapper product, and on top of that they had, they look cool and all these bonus things, alright? Having a great song is an awesome a great bonus. But you don't need a great song. If your marketing is top notch and you have that, generally you can tell if a song's good or not. I shouldn't even be telling you this gold information. This is kind of like top secret information. Uh, How are we getting on, lads? You're all looking well in the chat. I shouldn't even be telling you this top secret information, so I won't. Uh, nah, I'll come back to you in a minute. Um, Anyway, sure, you can ask your questions below and we'll get them back onto them in the business episode. So here's how it works, right? So let's say Marvel releases a film and they want everyone to know about it, alright? So they just do what Thin Izzy did. They, they play their own video, like... See here, it's been up for one day and it has 18 million views, okay? So that's obviously fake because there's no way it got 18 million views in one day. That was obviously paid uh, advertisement and so on. But what they do is they... Uh, sorry. So one day ago, they paid paid for views, and I'll go into how you, how you actually do that. Uh, they paid for views, and then it gets put up to number one. Same thing as Tim Lizzie did, right? They watched their own video 18 million times. I'll tell you how they did it in a minute. But they watched their video 18 million times, and now it's a top one, and everyone goes, oh, fuck, this must be uh, really good, because everyone else is watching it. And uh, it's number one. And there's loads of comments. A lot of them are just going, this is fucking shite. Why, why is this on my news feed? But it has like 18 billion comments or something. So like, Jesus, must be good. Alright, it's also called boy band theory. But but anyway. Um, so yeah, it's by Marvel. And you know, it really helps because they have a Whopper product on as well. Do you know what? Yeah, like, if they didn't have a, an awesome product that people already liked, um... It wouldn't be doing so well. Do you know what? So the marketing, the marketing works a lot better if you have a good product. Basically, if you have a shit product, it'll still work. But if you have a really good product, like um, they spent generally how these a lot of these projects work is when they're making the film Black Widow, they spend say they have a million or something. I know they have a lot more than that. Say they've got ten euro to make the film. <laughs> They'll spend one third of the ten euros. So that's what's that? Three euro thirty cent on uh, on making the film, and then they spend the rest of the ten euro on promoting the film, paying off DJs and all the rest of it. All right. So here's how they buy their own CD in the digital world. Okay. Is that obviously like it's been up for one day, it has eighteen million views. There's there's <sighs> Jesus. All right. So it's all to do with human psychology. So here's how they actually pay for the views. So they open up these things in India called, um, mostly, like, why am I saying India? Because India recently became a booming economy in the internet because it got really fast internet recently in the last few years. So this is how to make money off a booming internet economy that has a low, uh, low minimum wage. So corporations love this kind of thing. Low minimum wage and uh, whatever. That's why big corporations love recessions because they don't have to pay their employees very much and they get benefits off the government to help subsidise the, the income. You can look at Kmart, 
you can look at what's that game GameStop did it. Uh those absolutely mad stuff, you know. Just if when you look into how money works and how um a lot of people don't really understand like what's going on. Like I was having a conversation with someone this morning, they were saying, uh, I have to I was working at I was working at one of these franchises, you know, one of these coffee shops. I think it might have been uh it doesn't matter what one it was, but it was one of these, you know, ones that are in the coffee, they're, they're all over the world. It's not like Starbucks, it's one of those kind of things, on a smaller basis. Like, and you see them all over the world, this this brand. Like, it could be Insomnia, it could be any of those kind of things. Uh, any of those kind of companies. This is a fictional show, or a fictional character. So this is all, it's all made up. Alright, here we go. Uh, so you can buy a franchisee, alright, and what does that mean? It means you can... You can you can pay them thirty grand and they will give you or even a hundred grand and they will give you everything you need to open your own coffee shop. They'll give you like the coffee machine, the fucking all the signs, all the foods, everything. And all you do is give them a hundred grand up front and then you and you, and then you give them money for every, all the products on top of that. So maybe you pay like them uh, 1,000 euro a month so and they give you all the coffee beans you need and like serviettes and like all the things alright so basically you pay in and you own a percentage of the company kind of uh, and then you, you basically get a right to start up your own coffee shop and they give you all the things you need so it's kind of like a, a how to guide I don't know so basically, this guy was working, I can't mention his name anyway, but uh, this guy was working in one of these uh, coffee shops, right? And there's only like two, one to two people working in these coffee shops because it's just like a franchisee thing. Normally how it works is a millionaire or something, or someone who has some money, just has a few extra grand, they're like, I don't know what to do with this. And someone says, invest it in coffee shop. And they go, I don't know how to do that. And they say, it's fine, just be a franchisee, they'll do all the work for you, you just have to pay someone to work there. Alright, so if you don't understand that, you get a license to open a coffee uh, a, a coffee shop um, and then you just pay for someone, you hire someone to work in the coffee shop and then you just move to France or whatever and get your checks in the door. Alright, that's called a passive income ladies and gentlemen and that's the kind of business I would recommend for people. Uh, even better, open it with, I'd recommend open it with a, a load of mates and I'll own 10% so none of these get... It needs to get wrecked when uh, the coffee business goes down. And the next bubble starts because it's just a coffee bubble, baby. It's a coffee bubble. Coffee's good crack, though. Um, Alright. So we got the coffee bubble in. I guess we're having a little look at the old Dame One Iver and see what they're up to. Dame One Iver. Uh, do we have a Wikipedia? We do have a Wikipedia page. Alright, so comedy duo from Ireland, even though they're both the same person. I believe... Damo and Ivor was a comedy act uh, consisting of Dublin stereotypes portrayed by Andrew Quakey. Quirky. Uh, that is Q-U-I-R-Q-E. The characters first appeared on Republic Italy. Their musical parody, Everybody's Drinking, debuted the position, sixth position in the Irish singles. 
Yeah, alright. It's not really giving me a whole lot of... It's telling me how much LG's lawsuit and everything. Criticism. Um, alright, there you are. Alright, so apparently he was sued over allegedly stealing the song from the patent office, but... Uh, sure look! So they're not really telling me much about Damon either, but hopefully you got something out of that. So how does this whole thing work with the uh, uh, Marvel Studios and all that? Alright, so they have a video, they make the video. They, by the way, they also get different, they have one guy to make the movie and then one different guy to make the ad. And the ad usually has like uh, a happy song in a minor key. And it usually has... <laughs> In a world. Jack, I can't leave you. No, you must go now. No, Jack, no. And I'm like, <laughs> and the screen goes black for ages, and then it lights up again, and there's people like. <laughs> Man, trailers are fucking hilarious. <laughs> Alright, so how did they get a million view, 18 million views in one day? Okay, so they open up, uh, they hire it, they have these big massive uh, like warehouses or whatever. They have a load of people in it. And they have a load of laptops or whatever. And they just watch the video on fucking loop for like 20 million hours. And um, they have this thing that bounces the server off different fucking... Oh god, mirror bounces the thing so they don't all know, so YouTube doesn't know where the views are coming from, they think they're coming from Russia one minute and then they think they're coming from America another minute. So it's just a way of manipulating the, the algorithm and, and system and so on. Uh, and then they can also pay for advertising on top of that, like it would have a, a certain amount of organic reach. But basically yeah, uh, it's like free, it's cheaper than paying for advertising in a lot of ways, going to some of these countries, paying the minimum wage and getting up to, you know, like, it might have gotten up to maybe 10 million views last night and then once it got to that level rank of number one in the videos, then the organic reach takes over, which brings it up, then just to get in front of everyone who likes Marvel's eyes, and then it might have gone up to 8 million overnight just because it was at number one, everyone in the world seen it, before anyone, any actual person had seen it, alright, that's just like, uh, and then you can bring in bots and droids, which are machines, to watch the video on loop, but they can be a little bit dodgy and get your account suspended and so on. But the thing is, it's, once you're Marvel Entertainment, you can pay YouTube, uh, you can pay YouTube some dollars, uh, either on the front end or on the sneaky end, in the smoking area when no one's looking at you. That, that's for yourself. Um... Yeah, YouTube have done some very ropey things over the years. Very ropey. But, uh, sure, we won't talk about that, because I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. I'll praise... Oh, Stephen. James Watson, 15, says, Stephen? <laughs> Alright, thanks for the comment. Uh, what else is trending? we got Liverpool. Seal Navy win. Alright. Liverpool 2-1. Not really that interested in football, so I'm not going to dwell on that. Uh, his health bar is enormous. We got 
Images based on my house was robbed. I don't know what all this shite's about. PewDiePie might have had his house robbed. Uh, we got Taylor Swift at the American Music Awards. There she is. Uh, we got oh that was fucking mental like think about this right the Sky Christmas ad E.T. came home for Christmas right oh no that's not so much okay okay Sky they have a different advertising budget obviously um, they've got half so half a million views in five days for an ad um, so this is building up this is a slow builder because it's still building up um so maybe, you know, the Avengers ad is more of a deadline because uh, maybe the film is out today or something. In theatres, May for... Oh, okay, I don't know what's going on with the Marvel thing. Building hype. I don't know what's going on there. I'm just guessing what their business plan is. I don't know what their actual business plan is. I'm just comparing their business to business uh, systems that I know and guessing what they're doing. Uh, so Sky Music Christmas ad is more of a slow build ad campaign because they got to build it up over like 30 days. So usually the best way to, to make advertising is make a quality product. As you see they, they hired, they paid a load of money to get the E.T. character on it. They must have rang up Spielberg and been like, here, guess I got E.T. there. Uh, and that would have much more organic reach. Um, they may have done a deal with Spielberg saying... Uh, we'll give you one million for the exclusive rights to the E.T. film for one year um, and we'll give you another million if you let us uh, use advertise E.T. exclusively use exclusive rights to advertise E.T. for the year as well they always have these weird deals worked out uh, to do with how they could maximise their profits theoretically I am a chunky turkey there's a video out called I am a chunky turkey Alright, there you are. Ice skating Christmas huts. Terrible karaoke. Alright, so looks like people are singing songs while doing karaoke. That's what I got. Uh, I got pregnant from swimming with my friends. That's right. I got pregnant from swimming with my friends. Uh, my life is over. Bury me. I'm guessing this is a made up story because it's animated. But who knows, 18 hours ago. And it's got more views than, uh, that's called shock factor. Um, and, yeah, okay. A lot of the times they do stuff like Vegan Steven where it's like a quote out of context. Uh, Black Friday was there a few days ago. So, what did you guys get? I don't know. Uh, we got short people problems versus... Rupert promotes. Oh, where's the coffee? Alright. So we're talking about Irish sitcoms today, we're talking about advertising um, in the theme of the song I played for you there, which is called Ads. And um, and all the things, you know, my love. Um, I was watching a really funny video last night called uh, Try Not To Laugh. Um, because every night I go, oh, fuck, what am I going to do for the podcast? Like, every night I get fucking nervous for the podcast, which is a great thing, you know? Because uh, I find as long as I don't look at the... I just looked at the clock there, and I've only got four minutes left. Um, but I find as if I look at the clock and I see there's like a half an hour left, I start getting really worried. I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to talk for another half hour? 
But it's uh, it's grand, like, you know. Uh, so Roy Keane had a cameo there in Young Offenders, and that's in the... Uh, um, um, YouTube trending list there. Uh, we got the Joker versus Pennywise rap battle there. We got Andrew uh, Prince Andrew and Epstein scandal, uh, Newsnight interview, BBC, and we got Five Steps Forward challenge, funny pranks and awkward situations by One Two Three Go. Um, one Two Three is a very good number for One Two Three ABC are very good for marketing. So uh, like uh, One Two Three ABC dot ie. And, um, <laughs> yeah, why does it smell like paint in here? Must be this energy drink. Alright, here we go. Let's have a little look at the news. So, yeah, that was Derry, Derry Girls, Top Show, some good Irish shows there. Like, I like them. Um, because normally the, the shows for Irish shows are very low budget, you know what I mean? So, it can be. The, the writing has to be really top notch. Alright, what's going on in uh what's going on in the world today? We're here at World News. Alright, Germany suspects Russian Germany suspects Russian agents over Chechnyan exile killing. Alright, that's the Guardian, twenty two hours ago. Uh, Iran state TV acknowledgments acknowledges deaths during unrest. That's BBC uh, twenty two hours ago. Excuse me. Elon Musk testifies in California. Pedo guy. That's a quote. Court case. Uh, sure, we'll have a look. We'll have a look at that for the credit. Uh, really successful men have a reputation for being fucking creeps. <laughs> behind closed doors um, but generally the best actors like Tom Cruise fucking they're all unbelievably fucking nuts like they're all absolutely crazy but um, they're also the absolute best so does that come with the field? I don't know apparently people who are the best on top of their field are often a little bit crazy a little bit very crazy a very thin line between genius and crazy Okay, here we go. Um, Queen greets her NATO guests, but problems mount for absent son. The Guardian, 16 hours ago. Complaint. In case I forgot, the Queen of England's son. The Queen of England is on currency, by the way, like five pound notes and all this stuff. And her son is, may or may not be, uh, a pe pedophile, like so. I don't know. It's just a bit mad. All right. So goodbye to uh, YouTube. No, sorry, ins Instagram. There, we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep this party going on on YouTube. My my dedicated fan base. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh! Complaint calls. Japanese man arrested for making two thousand four. 2,400 calls. That's 20, sorry, 24,000 calls. Uh, sight of polar bear dubbed with graffiti sparks outrage. Um, Alright, so someone sprayed a polar bear with graffiti. To be honest, that is very brave. Uh, with T3 baffles, Russia wildlife experts. 
Um, here's the thing, all right? Polar bears are the only animal in the world which will a actively hunt humans, okay? So they will hunt, actually hunt humans, all right? To eat them. Other animals, if they maybe if they come across a, a, like an, a, a human, they might like go oh, and and kill them or whatever, but not so much intentionally. More of a uh, kind of if they're backed in the corner, they feel threatened or or whatever. These animals will actually travel like two miles or a mile or whatever to try and kill a human. They push their paw over their nose to hide their black nose. I love polar bears. So what I'm trying to say is whoever did. This graffiti on the polar bear was probably one of the bravest people on the fucking planet. Because the polar bear would fuck you up, like, fuck you up, like, fucking kill you. Like, he wouldn't even have, like, there would be no, it would be zero effort for him to kill you, like. And it's not like he's like, oh, I won't kill the human, oh. He's just like, you, come here to me. Polar bears are fucking class. Uh, the Guardian BBC are about reporting on that polar bear thing. Uh, Trump blasts Moroccan over brain-dead NATO remarks. Uh, I don't know what's going on with NATO, but who knows. Uh, Elon Musk testifies um, in California. Quote, pedo guy, court case. Alright, what's going on here? The full story of Thailand's extraordinary cave rescue. Um, Thai cave rescue a year on. Uh, Elon Musk reveals brain hacking plans. Uh, okay. I've no idea what this story is about. It's, I'm guessing it's just a lo yummy load of clickbait. Mm. Uh, Mr. Musk acknowledged paying 52,000, that's 4,000 sterling, to a man who had posted a private detective, who had posed as a private detective to dig up information on. Mr. Unsworth, after it became clear he would be sued. An investigator turned out to be a con man, <laughs> Mr. Muck said. Um, well, I'm definitely having a private investigator on my team. Like, I think if you have the power to have a, a, a fucking team, like private investigator and you'd be a fool not to, you gotta, you gotta find out who you're fighting and all the rest of it. Uh, Musk's lawyer, Musk's lawyer Alex said his opening statement that the term pedo guy was a common insult in South Africa, where the billionaire grew up, <laughs> meaning creepy old man, and described the messages as joking, taunting tweets in a fight between men. <laughs> men. That's mad, I had no idea Muskie was from uh, South. Man, that's mad of pain. They must just be putting paint in these energy drinks, man. I don't know what they're putting in these ones. This is one hilarious thing. Uh, in his court testimony, Musk, who had two... Looking at some cats out the window there. Uh, two 29.8 million Twitter followers said Misker Undersoft. Unsworth comments were wrong and insulting that's a quote and so I insulted him back asking quote it was unprovoked attack on what was a good natured attempt to help the kids uh, end thing alright 
Um, as far as I know, I don't really know what this... Uh, there was something to do with, like, Elon Musk offered to... Some kids were trapped in a cave or something, and Elon Musk offered to borrow to they could use one of the submarines or something like that. And then the guy in charge of rescuing the kids said, "No, we don't need one." And then Elon Musk uh, made a slanderous comment because he didn't say he was a parody of Elon Musk. Uh, he didn't use that protective condom. He just went in raw. He didn't lube himself up like Vegan Steven does. This is a parody of a podcast. This is one hundred percent fictional. Alright, we are on Russia Today. Unfriendly and unjustified, it says. Moscow slams Germany's decision to expel two Russian diplomats, promises to re retaliate. Alright, so the picture of the old embassy there. They're looking pissed. Uh, New Delhi kindly watches, keenly watches over Chinese ships sailing across Indian Ocean. Navy chief. Alright. The next one. I found, I forgot for Pakistan. I hope I get justice. Former Pakistani president Musk, M-U-S-H-A-R-R-A-F, Mushraf appears on TV from Dubai Hospital. Fair play. Hi. Does your boy Boris Johnson, Johnson, <laughs> says Gossip Boys, uh, Tesperu Bo Bojo. Oh, they must call Boris Johnson Bojo. That's fucking hilarious. B O J O. <laughs> I don't know if this is new, but I'm guessing that the Russians call Boris Johnson Bojo just because I, I'm not well up on the news. So, okay, here it goes. Uh, once again, Gossip Boys. Uh, Teraju, that says Bojo and Macaron, caught scoffing at Trump on hot mic at NATO. Submit. So they're talking to a mic that they didn't know was turned on, I'm guessing. Uh, that was just out today. And here it says, is that picture of some naked women? They're looking nice. Uh, at least he's not selling coke, it says. Pablo Escobar's brother launching own folding smartphone as Twitter snorts with laughter. Nice pun. Germany expels two Russian diplomats over Berlin murder probe. Then it says, next one, students jump out of window as college burns in Ukraine. There's a video. Jesus. That's some weird snuff video. Like, fuck me. As far as I know, a snuff video is a video where someone is killed um, or else murdered. And as far as I know, they're illegal. Um, Alright, here we go. Oh, uh, we have the comedy maestro himself, the king of comedy gold, Kim from North Korea. Let's find out what he's up to. He's on horseback. There's one, two, three, four, five. They're riding fucking five horses. They're all they're all white. They're all wearing matching coats. They look fucking stylish as fuck. Kim Jong Un uh, uh, cuts his own hair because he doesn't trust anyone to cut his hair. He's a fashion, he's a fashion icon. Let's find out what we have to say. North Korea's Kim rides. Whoa. Careful now. White. Oh, Jesus. Stood. Oh, Jesus. Where's this going? Again. Oh, my God. And sends Twitter experts into guessing frenzy photos. Okay. Well, I'm reading into this because he's the fucking comedy god. Here we go. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's regret to recent tour to Mount Pikachu, P-A-E-K-T-U, Mount Pikachu, Pikachu, 
to visit historical sites might have gone unnoticed. But for a flurry of photos showing Kim on the back of a white horse leading the way through snowy terrain. Oh, that's fucking gas. He's leading the way. What an absolute knob jockey. Oh, he's absolutely hilarious. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> do you guys know that uh, the Winnie the Pooh was banned in China because uh, the president thought it was making fun of him or some shit? So apparently you're not allowed to mention Winnie the Pooh in China. It's not mad. All right, anyway. Silent, strong and swift. And then it says, uh, there's a picture of some nice helicopters here and says, uh, India celebrates Navy Day. All right. Whatever. Anthony else trending today on the internet. All right, here we go. Um, there is a bit of Saturday Night Live that's trending. And yeah, I'm not sure if this is just to, related to my own YouTube account or if this is trending. Nice to everyone. Okay, we're finishing up. We're getting ready to finish up the podcast. This is uh, Irish News. Alright, is there... Okay, one, one hour ago. GAA losing sight of game with so many rule changes. Tyrone's Mickey Harty. One hour ago, it just says Irish News. Uh, Michael Colan determined to do a demolition job. Very good. On Vladimir Nickton. Nickton. Ten hours ago, Irish News. It looks like he's boxing there. A uh, schoolgirl viciously mugged and assaulted by gang on Dart. Yeah, well... Um, that happens a good bit. Especially at what's that bus stop called? Hope Junction, I think it is. Boy B to appeal conviction for murder of Anna Kingrell. So there's a bit of a murder going on there. Uh, do we have any shit hot news? Four family members face costs of up to 1,000k after dam damages claim thrown out. Okay, let's do a court by the way. Uh, kicking out, Shimmy was increasingly rare and priceless diamond. Seemingly, uh, okay. Uh, uh, bit of mental health news. Check out yesterday's episode if you want to get that uh, that phone number for the old mental health. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. And mental health news that. Da, 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 da. It says here, Metro, five hours ago, people with mental health issues need more help with money. Uh, Dundalk Democrat says, mother's desperate plea to address mental health crisis in Louth. New scientist says, 20 hours ago, says, revealed mental health websites are selling your data. Oh, Jesus. Well, everyone's selling your data, aren't they? Editor's viewpoint, uh, Balag... Belfast Telegraph two hours ago says mental health is an important is as important as our grades. Fuck, let's teach mental health in schools, people. Um, hopefully, open I will be opening my own mental health course, just on basic uh tried and tested methods like it was a CBD, CBT. Whoops, and cognitive behavioral therapy and cognitive. There's a plenty of ones we'll be touching on. Uh, just a nice little introductory, just uh. Just some base, basic skills to deal with repetitive thoughts. And patterns of thinking. Patterns of thinking. Let's see what the vegans are up to now today. Alright, vegans. 
Vegans, I love you, but you're absolute chancers. The crack you be getting up to. ABC News. Uh, there's a picture of a nice cake here 19 hours ago. Wait, that's the... This is the cans and the... Right, we shot... I think this is an ad because it's doing the rounds. It's all the same picture. That's a telltale sign. Alright, here we go. Uh, for a vegan diet to be healthy and complete, you really need... Dot, dot, dot. Alright, whatever. Um, that sounds like a common, common example of news... Of ad masquerading as news. Okay. CNN. 3rd of December 2019. Check into a growing crop of vegan hostels. H-O-T-E-L's. It must be hotels. H-O-T-E-L-S. Uh, according to research firm, firm Global Data, veganism is the U.S. in the U.S. grew by a whopping 600% from 2014 to 2017. Very nice. With vegans now making up 6% of dot dot dot. Alright, so that's, uh, that's CNBC uh, on the 2nd of, so that's two days old. Uh, seven hours ago, seven recipes for vegans trying Christmas. That's Brussels, B-U-S-T-L-E, that's the name of that website. Is yeast vegan? Healthline, question, Healthline asks. And there's somewhere called Free, that's the name of the website. And that's called uh, America's First Vegan Butcher is... Fighting Nestle over whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, loads of vegans hate Nestle. You can look into that when you're if you want. Um, let's see. Pick your battle. I'd recommend people pick their battles because you can't be fucking fighting everyone. KFC Insider. What the fuck's this about? There's a picture of a burger. Uh, separate vegan chicken stations and box meals. Alright, so they're just giving out about how uh, vegan food and non-vegan food is being prepared with the same tools. Alright. Um, there's a funny sto story in the news there a while ago. Uh, I've even heard of it in real life a good bit. You know, when someone has their own place, a vegan has their own apartment or whatever, their own first house. And maybe friends or family come over and they're like, oh, I'll just cook this steak or whatever. And the vegan's like, no, you can't do that, you can't do that in my house. And, and the parents are like, why can't I have cook a steak in your house? Why can't I order this to your house? And so on. So that's something everyone has to do their own thing on. I don't have any answers for that. But that is the crack with that. This is the Vegan Stephen podcast. It is 100% absolutely live. So, so yeah. Alright, we're going to leave it there, people. Today we talked about the Irish culture and TV, whether it's Damon Iver uh, doing Rich and Poor, Poverty Wealth Divide, uh, Derry Girls doing what it was life for uh, young women in Catholic school in the 90s uh, during the Troubles in Ireland, or whether that's uh, based in, with young offenders with two young gentlemen under the age of 18 in Cork who have... Uh, who experiment with, with alcohol, stealing, uh, smoking weed, and uh, general adventures. So there are three things I would recommend. More so Damer, the name of the film. Um, yeah, sure, see how you get on. See how you get on. Right, that's everything. So if you don't mind, I've got, I've got a lot to do today. So good luck. Good luck.